0: Interior, church, day. In front of a large audience, Danny Rukua and Allison Doso stand at the altar, about to accept their vows. Danny, a stout 30-something white male with a charmingly bad crew cut and baby face cheeks covered with light stubble, smiles excitedly, chewing nervously on his lower lip. The day carrying infinite possibilities for this optimistic, innocent man. Allison... A skinny, 30-ish white woman with soft skin and a wide smirk smiles happily, bemused at her opposite's excitement.
1: I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may...
0: Okay. Danny lunges forward and surprises Allison with a giant kiss. Her eyes burst as the audience explodes in applause. Danny eagerly kisses her cheek, her ears, her forehead, her hair, as Allison smiles and laughs playfully. Interior. Catering diner. Montage. Danny lifts a chair, carrying Allison with two hands as onlookers applaud and laugh. Danny poses for a camera with his arms around two friends, smoking a cigar with a big smile before coughing and (coughs) taking it out of his mouth. Allison claps to the beat of a song while watching a wedding invite do the worm with others following behind and completely butchering it. Danny yells in the ear of a DJ making a request, as the DJ shakes his head dismissively. Allison and two friends laugh as one of them tells an animated story with her hands. Allison lifts her glass to her mouth, another holds it pulls it away. Allison flashes her a mock angry look. Allison and Danny slow dance on an empty floor as a five-year-old girl in a flowing white dress skips along beside them. Danny mouths. Go away. A tuxedoed man and a bridesmaid walk out of a hallway and onto the dance floor in separate directions. The man zips his pants back up and smells his hand, then taps Danny on the shoulder before shaking his hand. Allison sings into a microphone, holding a note for a long moment as everyone applauds lovingly. She laughs and absentmindedly hands the mic to the next person. It's a strange, nude man wearing giant yellow eyeglasses and a top hat on his genitals. The DJ comes forward and immediately begins pushing the man off the dance floor. The five-year-old girl approaches a five-year-old boy dancing by himself on the dance floor. She leans forward and kisses him on the cheek. He jumps and yells, pushing her to the ground. She begins to cry. Interior Hotel Room Danny and Allison arrive at their honeymoon destination, laughing and kissing as they hold hands. They collapse on the bed in each other's arms, kissing and holding each other.
1: Darling, I love you.
0: Oh, baby. I
2: love you too.
0: So much. Well,
1: that's a relief.
2: Till death do us part, right?
1: Yeah. I want to talk to you about that.
0: Allison's smile disappears. Damn it. No. What did I do wrong?
1: Darling, I love you more than love loves itself. I love you the way the Terminator robot loves hating human types.
2: None of those make sense.
1: Allie, it's just that there's something I've been wanting to tell you. Aliens? Shot in the dark, wasn't it?
2: I don't have this type of experience.
1: Look, I love you and what I'm about to tell has no effect on how well I'm going to love you or with how much of my heart. Nothing like that.
0: I'm confused. Danny gets up and walks back before turning around to face her in full profile. He removes his shirt and unzips his pants.
1: I've been hiding this for too long. This is me.
0: Danny drops his pants. His waistline is covered by a large Sesame Street adult diaper.
1: I love you?
0: Fade out. Five years later. An
2: adult baby.
0: Fade in. Exterior, restaurant table, day. Allison sits with Amy Campbell, a 30-something white female friend who had previously been seen at the wedding. She pauses for a bit, her umbrella twirling in circles in her drink that she had been excitedly stirring, the prospect of gossip exciting her as it would a woman much younger. Her tight-fitting clothes and hipster shades also belie this older woman desperate to retain her youth.
3: You can't be serious.
0: He's a
2: complete adult baby. No! You don't know what I'm saying, do you? Not one bit. Let me explain.
0: Exterior. Office building. Day. Danny walks out of the office with suit and suitcase alongside a male friend. They chat nonchalantly.
2: So, Danny goes to work every day. Gets out around 4.35. Nothing unusual.
0: Interior, subway train. Danny stands amongst a group of strap hangers, again, nonchalantly.
2: He rides the train two stops to the garage. Again, nothing unusual.
0: Interior, parking garage, middle level. Danny walks to his car, takes out his keys. Nonchalantly. Interior, Danny's car. Danny drives home, plays with the radio stations, chews his lips. Chalant. He is not.
3: Okay, yeah,
0: and... Interior, Allison and Danny's townhouse, night. Danny walks in, enters the kitchen, leans over, and happily kisses Allison from behind as she cooks dinner.
2: On Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I cook dinner. He comes home and showers. We eat together, then we read, watch a movie. Sometimes we go for a walk. Whatever, right? Nothing unusual. He's a vampire! No, he's not a goddamned vampire, Amy. I hate it
3: when you say my name like that. Amy... Uh, on
2: Tuesdays and Thursdays...
0: Interior. Townhouse guest room. Night. Danny, wearing only a diaper, lies on his back in a giant crib, kicking his legs in the air at a mobile. Gurgling incoherently, half-sucking on his thumb. In the kitchen a few feet away, Allison washes a bottle in the sink. She fills it with milk, microwaves it, then brings it to Danny, placing it in his hands. Danny grabs the bottle, then drops it, screaming. (coughs) Fuck, too hot. I'm sorry. I always make that mistake, too. Allison opens the milk, blows in it to get it colder. Danny's cries are louder and louder. (coughs) (coughs) Okay, okay, I get it. I'll wait for it to cool. Here's your passy. Allison pulls out a pacifier from a nearby drawer, sliding it into Danny's mouth. His cries are silenced as he sucks it enthusiastically.
1: Wait,
3: wait, 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 you were being fucking literal?
0: Exterior, restaurant table, day.
3: Yeah, I haven't told anyone yet. And you never will. That's some sick shit. That's
2: my husband you're talking about.
3: Oh my God, No wonder you had so much baby
2: stuff. And Can you stop bothering me about having one finally? That's fair. Deal. Good.
3: Were you doing this before the wedding? No. But I spent our honeymoon
2: learning how to properly fix the diaper. That is terrible. In retrospect, y- You didn't know how to fix a diaper? Laugh it up, bunny lady. I am
3: sorry, but you cannot deny that this is undeniably freaky, strange, bizarre, and kind of sad, but mostly hilarious.
2: So I guess this would be irreconcilable differences, right? Does he know yet? No, not yet. It seems like whenever I want to bring up divorce, he's in his creepy adult diapers.
0: The waiter approaches, overhears the conversation, immediately walks in a different direction.
3: Normally, I can give you life advice on these sorts of things. There are no these sorts of things. I was gonna say. Okay, look, I know a guy who knows a guy who has a friend who has a sister who dated this divorce attorney. And supposedly he's really good.
2: You slept with the second guy in that chain.
3: I did. I have this guy's card. He works late hours. Maybe you want to give him a ring. Or, well, that wasn't a great choice of words. He's married. You check. You would, too.
0: Interior, townhouse, kitchen, night. Allison sits by the phone, holding the card for Howard Sanderson. She picks up the phone.
2: Danny! Dinner will be ready in ten minutes?
0: Interior, townhouse, bedroom. Danny wears a tee and dress pants, relaxing after a busy Monday. He sits at the computer, guiding the mouse. I gotcha, honey. He stares at the monitor.
1: Now let's see. Click click
0: click. He stares at the monitor. The email he's written is addressed to the world's best writer at adultbabycentral.net. He reads over his work quietly, mumbling the details of the letter. After a sent confirmation, he X's out the window, leaving open another one. It's a gossip page, and the headline reads "VanderDiper? Does Jan van der Deuken have a baby fetish? It's accompanied by the book jacket photo of the bearded, heavy set older man that drives the American publishing industry. Danny gets up and walks out to the kitchen as Allison hangs up the phone. She turns to him, a reluctant look on her face. So, what's for dinner, honey?
2: Oh, honey, can we talk?
0: What's up? Let's sit down. The two of them sit down at the table across from each other. Danny prepares his dinner napkin
1: so you made a salad tonight i think your salads are the best salads in the world honey
0: honey
2: i've had to do some thinking lately i love you i respect you i love being with you you make me smile
1: so we're not gonna be making any more salad i love you too honey and the salad has nothing to do with that you're better than any type of salad
2: the truth is i could be with you forever I would want to be with you forever.
1: The adult baby thing.
2: I can't be with an adult baby.
0: Danny leans back in his chair.
1: Through sickness and in health.
2: I didn't marry an adult baby. I married a wonderful man that would love and protect me.
1: I do protect you.
2: Not when you're in a diaper.
1: You need to respect my preferences. It's my lifestyle and it does not at all affect our love.
2: What about the times I want to have sex?
1: Sex isn't a necessity.
2: I didn't get married to be chased.
1: You're being very hurtful with your word choice right now, honey.
2: I have an appointment with a divorce attorney tomorrow. I would appreciate if you called out sick
1: tomorrow and were there. Already? We just talked about it. You just talked about it.
2: I had to be proactive about it.
1: I didn't talk about it at all.
2: Please, can we do this in a clean manner? All we're doing tomorrow is meeting with an attorney nothing else we can talk tomorrow go over some things we can be
0: prudent the fuck does that mean i'm not going
2: i can't do this anymore baby
0: danny scrunches his face up defeated his frustration neuters him
1: you really can't do this anymore you know i love
2: you but it's either me or the baby act, not both
1: you're asking me to change my stripes You love me for who I am. If I'm not a baby, at least part-time, I'm not anything. I'm not the guy you married.
2: Who is the guy I married?
1: The guy who agreed to restrict my behavior to Tuesdays, Thursdays, and alternating Saturdays. I have to deny who I am four to five days
0: a week.
2: I can't do it anymore.
1: Well, I can. And I'm not divorcing you.
0: That's cruel, and you know it. Danny gets up and walks into the living room. Allison follows him.
1: You know what's cruel? telling a man he can't be the man
0: he wants to be, and still getting
1: to be a woman.
0: Danny continues walking into the guest room. He opens the closet door and removes the baby wallpaper.
1: What are you doing?
0: I'm being defiant! Danny rolls the crib out of the closet and starts to put the wallpaper on the wall, redecorating the baby room.
2: We agreed you can't do that. It's a
1: Monday. And we also agreed to love each other until Ragnarok. Honey, come
0: on. Danny takes off his shirt, drops his pants, and grabs a diaper from the crib. Ragnarok! Danny shuts the pacifier in his mouth and climbs into the crib. Damn it, Danny, that's not fair! Danny sits in his crib, rocking himself to sleep, kicking his legs up in the air. Softly, his eyes close and his body slows down until it finally stops. Interior, Attorney's Office, day. The clock strikes 11 a.m. and Howard Sanderson strides in. Tan, and in his mid-40s, he walks with the confidence and composure of a man half his age, bouncing gracefully into his office in a tailored suit with the enthusiasm and energy of a marathon speedwalker. He runs a hand delicately through his gelled hair. His desk sits in front of a massive window, overshadowing another desk that's half the size and length. Perryworth Hainsley, mid-20s, is an eager, excitable type, wearing a much cheaper suit that still seems to be much like Howard's. He greets Howard with a wide, genuine, almost naive smile.
4: Good morning, Perryworth.
5: Sir, good morning. You're right on time.
4: Appointment at 1110?
5: Correct, as always.
4: They don't call you my assistant for nothing.
5: They call me your... So what's
4: the situation here? You took the call, not that Bennett kid, right?
0: Howard sits at his desk, opens some files up. Perry scans his own files and paraphrases from a manila folder exactly half the size of Howard's.
5: We have a couple coming in today. Alison Doso and Danny Rikua.
4: Who <laughs> names their kid Bennett anyway?
5: Alison initiated the conversation, so she noted that Danny would be a bit reluctant. She cites very irreconcilable differences.
4: Bennett. Sounds a little. soft? I suppose it could be. passable?
5: She claims that he has odd fetishes, and after five years, she no longer s- seeks to satisfy his urges. She claims they are selfish.
4: I used to know a Danny Rukua. He played on a company softball team when I was your age. I wonder if this is him.
5: She claims that he dresses as an adult baby and she is forced to service him, quote, cater to his every childlike whim. Excuse me? The intercom buzzes. Howard
0: presses a button. Let her in. Allison walks in wearing a fashionable tight business skirt. Howard, like any ordinary adult male, can't stop staring. Her hair flows, her legs stretch, her bosom heaves. He's instantly smitten. He extends his hand absentmindedly to thin air, oblivious to the fact that she's still around ten feet away. Allison smiles nervously, just eager to get it
4: over with. Hi, it's nice to meet you. nice to meet you too, Miss Doso. Mrs. Mrs. Doso.
0: Perry noticed Howard is in a trance, unprepared. He jumps in. Please, take a seat. Allison shakes Howard's hand, and he treats it like a rare diamond. They sit, and Howard places his head in his hands and stares at her like a little boy. Perry clears his throat. throat) Howard is now all business.
4: Ah, so, yes, we looked at your case, and I think we can definitely help. I want to cut straight to brass tacks, because I find your case familiar, in spite of its unfamiliarity, and because I... Only schedule five and a half minute meetings in the morning, because my attention span is fleeting before noon, but still more generous than others in my profession. What is it you do for a living?
2: Um, nothing. I'm a stay-at-home wife.
4: Hubby's very successful, am I correct?
0: Looks through files.
4: An investment banker! One of those! One of those. Prenup, correct? No. No? We
2: loved each other. We still love each other. We didn't want that to get in the way.
4: You still love him? Yes. Really? Yes, I do. Really?
5: Ah, Mrs. Dozo, you realize that will limit the amount of financial security you'll have post-separation?
4: Yes, Mrs. Doso, this could be a risk.
5: It doesn't matter anymore. I don't know if I can stand
4: by the man I love anymore. Tell me about this adult baby thing. Er, fetish. Lifestyle. I confess, Mrs. Stoso, we've handled many cases where all sorts of reasons were cited as reasons for divorce. Many of them fetishes. But
2: I don't believe this one came up. I know. You probably think this is a little peculiar.
4: Oh, Not no, at all, we Stoso. Never. We don't pass judgment. It's merely a new territory.
2: What does this lifestyle entail? Well, it involves him selecting certain days of the week to get home from work and act like an actual baby. He wears diapers, he wears bibs sometimes, he fake cries A lot. Does he use the diapers? Frequently. Oh my. He also requires pet names be used and will cry unless I provide him with as much attention as I can.
0: Allison holds her purse tighter in her hands. She purses her lips, her body language tense, a frown on her face. It's as if she's surrendering him to the police.
4: And Mrs. Dosso, unless this is a sore subject, I do have to ask, why is he not here with his own representation?
2: He's fighting my decision. He's decided to opt out of legal representation and instead will simply refuse to cooperate.
4: That's one argumentative a baby.
2: I'm looking for representation, but I'm also seeking some sort of help with this situation. Mr. Sanderson, I'm not doing this to liberate myself or make a lot of money. I'm just trying to find a solution that we could both find amicable. Crash! What's
0: that? You can hear a secretary yelling as doors fly open with the violent whoosh. Howard, Allison, and Perry listen as Godzilla is destroying Tokyo. Within moments, a barefoot bursts through a foot-sized hole in the door, turning the wood into ash. The foot retreats violently and disappears, Allison rising to her feet in fear. There is a moment of quiet as they look at each other, hoping the worst is over. Explodo! The wooden doors burst into millions of tiny shards as a large, half-naked figure barrels through, leaping into the air before anyone can react. His foot goes flying over Howard's desk, into Howard's face, sending him flying into his window. It is Danny, wearing only diapers and a bib, standing in a martial arts pose. You son of a bitch bastard!
4: Who the hell? You're the adult baby!
0: My name is Danny,
1: but you can call me Stop, because those are going to be the last words I hear you say.
2: Danny, what the hell are you doing?
1: Stay out of this woman I love with all my heart and body. You're letting this man drive a legal wedge between us and I won't let it happen.
2: Honey, these divorce proceedings will be Fuck a lot. that
1: noise. You'll come to your senses, but this fool, I'm going to make him sorry he ever went into legal work. Or social work, or lawyering, whatever you call this.
0: Howard wipes blood from his nose.
4: No, listen, listen, friend. We can all work this out. There's no reason there can't be an acceptable solution to this problem. I'm willing to sit with you.
0: Tries to ease back into seat.
4: I think if we all sat down, we can definitely work this situation out like civilized men.
0: Danny grabs a letter opener from Howard's desk and lunges forward, stabbing at Howard's hand. Howard pulls back right before impact, too close for
4: comfort. Okay, I see that an amicable resolution isn't in the cards. I'm okay with this. I'm... okay. Danny, why aren't you at
2: work? What are you even doing here? Please don't press charges.
4: It's early.
1: Allison, I've left my job. I can't do my job. Because I'm nothing without you. I'm a pale shadow of another lesser guy without you. You can't possibly expect me to go to work in this condition.
2: So that's gonna be
1: it? You're just gonna give up? When I'm vulnerable, I'm a baby the whole damn time. Deal. Every day? I just wet myself.
4: Oh dear.
5: Twice. Sir, Danny, it's Danny, right? Look, I have to interrupt everything because I don't think violence can solve what right now is a matter of the heart. Danny, your apprehension towards this is understandable. Who are you? Perryworth, Assistant Howard. Look, let's discuss this. You and me, we can work at a situation that maybe doesn't break anyone's heart that makes you happy. Adjudicating? Yes. Adjudicating. Let me work with you. Here's my card.
0: Perry pulls out a one and a half inch
5: long card. Give me a call. We'll hammer this out. We don't have to worry about paperwork, lawyers. We can figure it out. Look, I have an uncle. He's also an adult baby. He is? I totally sympathize with your plight. I know what it's like. We can discuss these matters on a human level. Let's just discontinue the violence here. Is that unfair? Danny takes the card.
1: A ceasefire for today? For today.
5: Good job. Honey, sweetheart,
2: let's talk about this later.
1: Honey, I'm sorry.
0: Danny walks over to Allison, holds her hands, kisses her cheek. She smiles warmly, parts his hair, and cares for him.
2: Oh, honey, it's okay. I love you.
1: I just get impulsive sometimes.
2: I know. I know.
1: Will you change me?
2: Not right now.
1: Right, right.
0: Are we
4: okay?
1: You're okay for now for her sake.
0: Danny gives him a head fake. Howard winces, tries to maintain composure. A security guard arrives at the destroyed door. What happened here? It's cool, Blue. I'll be on my way. Danny exits the room. Mr. Sanderson, what did
4: this? A baby.
0: Don't press charges? Holy Crabbenstein.
4: I'll go get the clean crew. Mrs. Doso, I'm sympathetic to your case. I'd like to meet with you further, but I do have another appointment. Perry, can we make sure the next potential associate isn't scared off by our sudden, unglamorous surroundings? Right away, sir. And Perry? Yes, sir. That was strong work back there, diffusing that. Quick thinking, making up a relative in the same situation.
5: <laughs> yes, sir. Completely made up.
4: Strong work. Thanks. Perry
5: walks out.
4: Mrs. Doso? Would you be opposed to dinner? Tonight, maybe?
0: Allison blushes.
2: Well, Mr. Sanderson. Howard. Mr. Sanderson, that's
4: very forward. I'm a married man, Mrs. Doso. Allison. We need to discuss the specifics in a more formal setting. This is a highly unusual situation, and I need to tread carefully in regarding, diagnosing, discussing the condition your husband finds himself in.
2: Howard... Tonight I have plans.
4: With your husband?
2: With my neighbor. We're doing some knitting. Girls' time.
4: Right. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. I'll be in touch.
2: Mr. Sanderson, I just want this to end well for all of us. I love
4: Danny. Then we'll do our best to make sure that everything ends cleanly. Tomorrow night?
1: This has been part one of Adult Baby, a radio play by Extra Credit. The Nairad was played by Shell Games. Allison was played by Julia. Danny was played by Positive Stress. Howard was played by Turtle. Amy was played by Chai Tea Latte. Perry was played by Ashto. The Security Guard was played by Dr. A. And the role of the Priest was played by Achilles Heelys. Sound effects were provided by freesound.org. Music was provided by the YouTube Audio Library. The theme music is Lovers at a Distance by Dr. Saxlove. You can find more episodes like this at thefmin.us or join our community at ballp.it.